Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, October 14, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I want to first of all take a moment and say hello to anyone that may be tuning in for the very first time uh, to this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to be here with me and to join me for this edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. The Jamel Sanders Podcast is more than a show. It's a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential and through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, and legendary wisdom, we want to empower you to live your greatest life every single day. So thank you so much for being here with us. This podcast has been going more than a decade now, which is still hard for me to believe, and I believe you're going to get some value out of what is shared with you today. So definitely stay tuned. Hello to my uh, normal community, empowerment community. I appreciate all of you, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, whether you're listening on Stitcher, whether you're listening on Google or Spotify. Spotify just continues to amaze me as we look through data and analytics and we see the countries. You would be amazed at the countries and the places that are listening to this podcast on a consistent basis. So Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to connect with you through this vehicle. Uh, Also, of course, those of you listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or Luminary or any platform that I may not have named, thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can find out more information about me by going to my website, www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find more about me and my work. You'll find a plethora of empowerment tools and resources and so much more. Uh, You can also sign up for my empowerment newsletter, excuse me, empowerment breakthroughs right there on the homepage. You can find the link to my social media platforms there with the exception of TikTok, uh, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, and Threads, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, but all of the other platforms are there. So I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. And beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm. I have the privilege of working with leaders in business and government around the world and giving them solutions uh, and strategies that will not only bring transformation to the world but will help push the world forward. And so through conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, um, consulting, advising services, and so much more, um, I am devoted to leadership and seeing leaders realize their greatest potential so that we can have a greater impact in the world So you can find out more about all of my work there on JamelSanders.com. Also, I am a writer. Yes, I am. And for the sake of time, I will not go into an explanation or commentary on all of my books because we would be here for a very long time. But um, I would recommend to you my latest book, book number 11, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. This is the book that almost never got written. So many people have over the years said that they admire my faith, my spirituality, um, and I should write about my faith, spirituality, and prayer. And it's like, I don't know if there's a market for that. You know, my focus is really leadership and human potential, and most of my writing has centered around that and identity and innovation, visionary leadership, uh, crisis leadership, et cetera. So I was like, I don't know how this is going to resonate with an audience. But I finally just wrote the book. And let me tell you, pressure has exceeded every expectation that I set. I want to thank you for making it a top seller. Um, It has outpaced and outperformed all of my books, (laughs) 
which is a testament to you all that so many of you were correct, that people were interested, and the book has brought such breakthrough and transformation to so many people's lives. And I'm so grateful uh, as you've shared your stories and you've shared your insights and you've shared your testimonials of how this book has really ignited spiritual awakening in the lives of so many people, and I'm so grateful for that. So uh, thank you. Um, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. You can get the book through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major book distributors have access to Pressure. I believe it will transform your life in a tremendous way. If you want to know how to move from hope to manifestation, how to move from a prophetic potentiality into prophetic reality and manifestation, this is the book for you. I talk about my spiritual transformation and the power that we have to actualize our greatest desires and bring them into manifestation. So pressure is a powerful tool. And finally, you know I'm a journaler, and if you listen to this podcast, I'm always talking about journaling, giving you journaling work to do. And so this year I launched my Breakthrough Journal. And the funny thing about this journal, it started with a conversation. I was talking to a good friend of mine. We were talking about journals. I was telling them how I have so many journals, and I'm really into customized journals now And I said, you know, I should do something around that one day. And and the person said, you should. And I ended that conversation, and I found a distributor. I found everything that I needed to do it. And within an hour, uh, we had gone from concept to market, and we had the journal available. And he was like, you were really serious, weren't you? And so uh, the Breakthrough Journal is a powerful tool. I've heard stories about this as well. Um, it's a great thing for you to write your goals, clarify your vision, uh, shape the potentialities and possibilities of what your life can be, and then it just gives you a place to collect your thoughts. I believe that journaling is a powerful success tool and secret that has helped me so much in my life, and I want to do the same for you. So you can get the Breakthrough Journal. Go to jamelsanders.com and go under my shop, and you'll see the Breakthrough Journal there. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that has supported the Breakthrough Journal and shared with me um, how you have benefited as a result of that tool. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break. We have a lot of ground to cover today, so I want to get into the next part of this series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're in the middle of a series called Whole, Embracing a Life of Freedom. And uh, my intention, let me me clarify this, because I know some of you are going to laugh when you hear it, but my intention is to end the series today. We'll see where we end up, but I really want to end it. I really want to put a cap on it and a bow on it and just polish it and finish it up. Uh, this series has been great. I don't know if you've listened all the way through, and if you haven't, I encourage you to go back from part one and listen through. Um, I felt like this series was great for this time because we're so close to the end of the year Some people start to get depressed and disappointed and despondent and hopeless and frustrated because they feel like they failed or they're not as far as they wanted to be. And I I really wanted to create a series to help us do this inner work that is so necessary to the transformation of our lives. And honestly, I had no idea I would get so deep so personal, so vulnerable, so intimate throughout the series. But, you know, that's just who I am. And so if I can help you by being vulnerable and transparent, I'll always be vulnerable and transparent. And I've heard so many of you have reached out to me and thanked me for this series and how it has been helping you and it's meant so much to you. So I'm grateful uh, that you're getting some value out of it. So let's delve into part five of this series. Uh, In a world that often rushes to defend trivial things, few are willing to defend the treasure of freedom. 
you know, I watch even online as people get into these useless debates about everything under the sun. And this person is saying what they feel, and that person is saying what they feel. And, you know, I'm all for a good, healthy debate, but I feel like a lot of time and energy is spent debating and defending things that have absolutely no value, significance, or importance. And then when it comes to very important issues and concerns in the world, nobody wants to talk about that. So it's like, so we have all this energy for pettiness, but when something purposeful requires our attention and effort, nobody wants to talk about it. And so we have to have that same energy when it comes to defending the treasure that freedom is. And as you've heard me say throughout this series, freedom is something that we all want. However, it is often difficult to find individuals that are willing to war for freedom. Like I said, we'll war over um, politics, we'll war over fashion, we'll war over entertainment. Not a lot of people are really willing to war for freedom in their lives. And I want you to even think about um, your own life and your own journey and how much have you really been willing to um, war for and to defend freedom in your life on a consistent basis. Uh, For some reason, freedom does not seem to top the list of things that we consider worth fighting for. And I really want you to sit with that for a moment because, I mean, if we're so passionate about political endeavors, we're so passionate about entertainment, sports, we're so passionate about our friends, or some people are, if if they're really your friend, you're passionate about it, and you're going to defend them. Uh, because you know them and you know their track record and their character. If it's an associate, it's a little different. But uh, it's very interesting how freedom does not top the list of things that we consider worth fighting for. And I really, as I was putting this together for this episode today, I was really pondering that and asking myself, why is it that freedom is so unimportant that we are so willing to just give it away, we're so willing to just minimize it and to reduce it to this insignificant thing in our lives. And I think that our ability to excavate and to internalize that question is really the key to breakthrough in so many of our lives because what I have discovered and I can't make this a universal principle for every human being, but what I have discovered is that a lot of energy is wasted in our lives on empty pursuits and endeavors, things that have absolutely no value and no meaning to our lives. And as time goes on and we look back in retrospect, we realize what was I doing? What was I thinking? Why was I pouring so much energy into that? when it really had no value or significance to my life to begin with. Uh, In my experience, it has been uh, the fact that we have taken freedom for granted. Therefore, uh, we have never felt the need to guard it. I feel like that's a very powerful statement. Because we have taken freedom for granted so much, we've never felt the need to guard it or to defend it in any kind of way because it's just, something. And I think one of the reasons that that is, is because freedom is this intangible thing. Uh, It's not like the tangibility of a car or a diamond ring or a house, you know, things that we can see and put our hands on. Freedom is not a tangible, but it is a very important pillar and part of our lives. And it just lets me know how we put so much emphasis on the external that we forget about the internal. We forget about the things that are really important and really matter to our lives because we get caught up in this chase, whether we're chasing paper, whether we're chasing popularity, whether we're chasing platforms, whether we're chasing relationships, whatever that thing is. A lot of people are in pursuit of the wrong things in their lives, and that's why they keep getting the wrong outcomes and Whatever you pursue is what your life is going to produce. 
I, I don't know how many different ways I can say that or how many times I can say that, but whatever you are in pursuit of, that's what your life is going to produce. And a lot of people get to a point in their life and they're like, what has become of my life? Why is my life like this? And the reality is, is because you are the sum total of everything that you have been pursuing. And because you have not taken the time to define what your priorities are, you have just pursued all type of nonsense. And now you're coming to a place of clarity and awareness in your life, and you're realizing that you have wasted so much valuable time that could have been spent on something more purposeful, but I won't stay there. If freedom is not worth defending, then what type of dysfunction and toxicity have you embraced the way of life? Ooh, that's a heavy question, but that's something I want you to write about in your breakthrough journal. Spend some time over the weekend, next few days, and just think about that. If freedom is not worth defending, then what type of dysfunction and toxicity have you embraced as a way of life? We don't think about it. We think about tangible things. We think about what we want. We think about success, but how many people think about freedom? And why don't we think about it? And what is it that's so dysfunctional and toxic that we don't even consider freedom as an important part of our lives? I want to speak to you real honestly and openly from my heart today. And the reality of the matter is that the Jamel you see today is not the Jamel that I've always been. And so I feel like a lot of times because of highlight reels and social media and because people don't know you like other people know you, uh, we make a lot of assumptions about people. We think that they would just have been perfect all their lives and they're flawless and they've never made any mistakes and uh, the roses are always blooming and Kool-Aid is coming out of the fountain and everything about their life has just been wonderful. And that's just not the reality. And what I want to be courageous enough to say, a lot of people wouldn't tell you this. They just will give you a bunch of, you know, hoopla and be positive and live your best life and how can you live your best life from a broken place? That's what I don't understand. I see so much on social media, live your best life, do this, your best life, going after your best life. But you're broken. You're in dysfunctional and you are not healed. And you got to do that work before you can get to your best life. Your best not life is not because you can fly to Central Pay and because you can go to Louis Vuitton or Prada or you know, you can shop at the biggest boutiques and you can make the largest purchases. Those things don't define us. Uh, they are the accoutrements of success, but they are not the anchors of success. And I can't even go into that because that will take the show in a whole other direction. But I want you to make sure that you're building your life on the things that really matter. Uh, freedom was has not always been on my list of priorities because at one time in my life, freedom was not very important to me. And if you've read my autobiography, if you have listened to this podcast, if you follow me on social media, if you have attended a live event and heard me speak, you know, I speak very openly and candidly about my life and my journey. And the reality is that freedom was not always important to me. There was a phase in my life where I was very empty, I was very broken, I was very... Um, conflicted, I guess is the word, and trying to figure out who Janelle is, um, does my life really matter? Does it have any purpose or meaning? Why am I here? Um, is there a such thing as healthy relationships and people that come into your life for the right reasons? And all of these different questions that were swirling in my mind at one time, Freedom was the farthest thing from my mind at all. I didn't even really see it as a life pillar of value until I started doing some work. And so if I didn't see it as a life pillar, I guarantee you that most people have never taken the time to consider that freedom should be a life pillar in your life. And I'm sharing that because I want all of us to come to a place of awareness in our lives where we realize that we are not the cars we drive. 
We are not the houses we live in. We are not our networks. We are not our net worth. We are not our platforms. We are not what other people tell us that we are. But we come to a place of knowing who we are and being able to articulate your I am statement unapologetically and to show up authentically as the greatest expression of who you were created to be. That's what I want for you because at the end of the day, none of those things matter. Many of the things that we have considered of high priority have very low priority in the scheme of things. And so I want you to make sure that freedom is something that is important to you. And why is that? I did not value freedom, so I gave it away just like I gave away my personal power. It wasn't important. In that time of trying to get a sense of fulfillment was important, trying to get a sense of significance was important, a sense of love, a sense of community and relationships, even though many of them were so dysfunctional and toxic, and I would have been better off just to keep it at a distance. But in those seasons of my life, those things were what I thought was so important to me. And I look back at that now, and I just laugh because it's like, what were you thinking? And then I remind myself, that was you moving adjusted to an old paradigm. So we don't even need to meditate on what you were thinking or why you were thinking it because your thinking and belief system is so different from where it was at that time. And so it was not until I discovered my significance uh, to such a point that I became, no, let me rephrase that. Why, why was that? It was not until I discovered uh, some key things about myself that things began to change in my life. And one of the discoveries that I made uh, is that I had discounted my significance to such a point that I became a human doormat. Um, and I had to awaken to the truth that freedom is something that I needed to defend in my life. So like I said, if you're trying to be accepted, you're trying to be loved, you're trying to uh, fulfill this need for significance in your life, you tolerate a lot of things. And I look back at some of the things I tolerated, and it's like, where were you at that time? Why did you allow that? Why was that acceptable? But it was acceptable because I had discounted my significance. And because I discounted my significance to such a point, I was just a doormat. So people could kind of do whatever they want. They could come in and out of my life. There was no boundaries. There was no stipulations. I had no terms to negotiate relationships or anything in my life. And so it was just a hot mess. There's no other word to put there, but it was a hot mess. And that's a lot of people's lives. I came to an awareness very soon in life, and I made some major adjustments many years ago. But some people never make the adjustments. That becomes an ongoing cycle and pattern that is never interrupted in their lives. And by then, I had done so much damage that I wondered if it would even be possible to get back to a place of freedom in my life. You can go so low. You can lose so much of yourself. You can give so much of your power away to other people that you can become so entangled and enmeshed in that that you don't even feel like emancipation is possible for you anymore. And I know I'm talking to some people that understand exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, others are like, I don't understand. But some of you know exactly what I'm talking about because you have given too much. You have you have done too much without expecting from other people. And when we do that, when we give and give and give and give and give and people take and take and take and take, we are going to be reduced in the process. I don't think we understand it. It's reducing us. It's reducing your self-worth, your self-value, your self-importance, your significance. All of those things are being snatched away from you in the middle of that process. And so it was during that time that I realized that I had lost myself and I had lost sight of what really mattered in my life. And I know I'm talking to somebody today that said, Jamel, you're talking to me. I have lost sight of who I am, and I see it everywhere. I see it on social media. I see it out in public. I see it out shopping and 
just out doing life. I see people that have lost sight of who they are. They have a painted smile on their face, but they're not happy. They're depressed. They're miserable. They're lonely. Um, and we can only wear the facade for so long. Every person has that breaking point. And at some point, you have to stop um, looking. You have to say, I don't like myself. I don't like my life. I don't like who I am. And that I need to make some changes to my life if I want things to be different. And so as I started to doing the work to put my life back together, my life collapsed because I foundation, and the pillar that I was missing was freedom. Most people never think much about freedom. We think about bigger houses, status, works, more opportunities, more influence. Nobody thinks about freedom. Fundamental pillars of our lives. And so if you are building your life on fame and fortune and status and all of these vanity metrics, the build of empty life and it's going to collapse. It's need to make it bad. To your life. After all, it was seen as a basic human right. We all have a right to freedom. Today, we don't really value or respect freedom to what it is. So let's go a little deeper. Um, yes, freedom um, is a basic human right, and but the world is filled with bound people um, in the chokehold of oppression. So, yes, it is a lot, but with, the world is filled with people that are oppressed and bound and not experiencing a true level of freedom. I really not worth defending because freedom is not something I had taken the time to define for my life. Now, for the sake of time, I won't go back into defining freedom because I did a whole segment of that in the series, and you can go back and listen to it. But you have to take the time to define what freedom looks like for you. No other person can construct or concoct the definition of freedom for you because if you give people the ability to define what freedom is for you, you also give them the ability to manipulate your freedom on an ongoing basis. So you have to take the time to define that for your life and to put that in motion. I realized uh, the countless times I had chased futile pursuits instead of chasing freedom, and we've already talked about that. I think of all the prioritized over breaking um, free from the prison that was holding me captive. How many things are we prioritizing? And I hear it in conversation all the time, especially I mentor people, of course, and I hear the conversation and I say to myself, they're not getting it because they tell themselves, if I can just get the car, if I can just get the house, if I can just get the spouse, if I can just get the children, if I can just get the diamonds, if I can just get the seven figures, the eight figures, if I can just get this platform and this relationship and this network. And the reality is that that is never going to be the case because you're going to get the house, the car, all of these things, and you're still going to be miserable because you have tried to define your joy, your peace and fulfillment on all of these things, and it's just stuff. It'll never bring you the fulfillment that you want, and you can't build your life making that the definition. Um, what I came to the conclusion of, and I don't know why I'm speaking like this today, but I'm helping somebody, you have to be okay with you. You really do, because we we look too much for external validation. We want everybody to tell us. They might not tell you how how great you are. They may not tell you all of this stuff that you want to hear, but you have to be able to affirm that within yourself or you're going to live a miserable life and stop putting your joy and your peace in the hands of other people. I will never give another human being the ability to do that for me, nor would I put that burden of responsibility on them. That's something that I take the time to do for myself on a consistent basis. 
And you need to do that. We need to work on ourselves. So many people are trying to work on a business, trying to build an empire, trying to take over the world. You're not ready for any of that. Work on yourself. And as you work on yourself, I'm telling you from experience, all the things that you've been hoping and dreaming for in your life, those things will show up on your journey as you're doing the work. Um, I think it's important. The more I thought, uh, the more disturbed I became about the fact that I had not defended freedom in my life. And as we prepare to wrap up the series, I want to have an honest, heartfelt conversation with you. And I want to ask you this question, how much is freedom worth to you? Before you answer too quickly, I want you to think about the last time you thought about freedom and what freedom even means to you. Because we, a lot of people say, oh, Jamel, I value freedom. It's important. Is it? Because if it's important, why are you tolerating certain things in your life? Why are you accepting certain things? Why are you settling for certain things? Why are you allowing people to victimize and um, just ransack your life and wreak havoc on your life if freedom is so important to you? Why are you not protecting your peace? Why are you not protecting your thought life? Why are you allowing your mind to be tormented and harassed? your freedom is so important to you. See, it's easy to say it, but we all we have to do is begin to survey your life and see if freedom is really as important as we said that it is. Uh, first, let me tell you that you cannot afford to wait until you experience crises to try to figure out what freedom means to you. I've done that, and I've seen people do it. And if you try to wait until your life is on fire, to determine what freedom is, your life is going to be destroyed. Uh, you have to have this as a fundamental value of your life. Um, I did a series not long ago, and I talked about values and the importance of defining your value system as a human being. Uh, every company has values. Every great organization has values, and you must have personal values if you really want to be successful and to live a greater life. And so you got to take time to figure that out. If you uh, wait until your life is under attack to consider your freedom, this is proof that you are not being, living an authentic life. And when that truth hit me years ago, it floored me because I've really thought about it. If you are waiting until your life is under attack to consider your freedom, you're not living an authentic life. And we have a lot of people preaching authenticity today that wouldn't know authenticity if it hit them upside the head. It's, it's a branding term. It sounds good. But most people have no clue what authenticity is. They are not living authentic. Authentic means that there is no contradiction between what I do and what I say. It means that there's congruency in every arena of our life, and there are very few people that are really living authentic. We have a version of ourselves that we show to the world, and we have our real self that very few people know. And then we have people get on the platform, and I'm authenticity, and I'm an ambassador of authenticity. You're a liar. You are showing people um, portions and fragments of yourself, but we don't really know who you are. And very few people are going to talk to you the way I'm talking to you right now. They're not going to go into their failures and vulnerabilities and their struggles and what they have learned all over their journey. They're going to appear to be perfect. And, you know, I believe that's what's destroying the world, this false sense of perfection. But we're not showing people the process and the fight and the adversity that comes with greatness and achieving significant things in life. And so what I want us to understand is that if you live your entire life without considering your freedom, then you are in danger of being a casualty to life. Now, that's a heavy statement. If you live your entire life without considering your freedom, then you are in danger of being a casualty to life. And I don't want any of us to be a casualty. I want you to understand um, and value freedom for the valuable treasure and gift that it was. Um, I also think it's important that if freedom truly matters to you, 
then it would be top of mind for you. Don't tell me that you value something and you don't even think about it. You know, it's like saying that somebody is a friend, and if that person is a friend, um, you're going to think about that friend at some point. And there are people like, oh, you know, this is a friend, and that's a friend. And it's like, okay, have you checked in with your friend? How is your friend doing? Oh, no, no, we're good, and we don't require well. What well-maintained relationship do you know of that has no communication? That's a red flag. It's a sign of dysfunction. And what I want you to understand is that if freedom is not something that's top of mind for you, it's not really important to you. Um, As I look around the world today, I see people engaged in pointless battles and meaningless debates, defending things that have no significance for their lives. However, in the important moments when life is demanding a response, they're silent. That should bother you. If you're raging and, you know, you're debating all of these very trivial issues, but when it comes to something of value and importance, you're quiet, that's a red flag. That's something that needs to be addressed in your um, value system. Why is that? Why are you not standing up for this? Why is this not important? You know, one of the most important questions I had to ask myself years ago, and I don't know if many people are willing to get this real with themselves, but I did. I said, well, why are you not defending yourself like you're defending that? See, you ask most people those kind of questions, they kind of get quiet and shut down because those are not the kind of questions we want to answer, but it's a question that I needed to ask myself. Obviously, I had made myself such a low priority that I wasn't going to stand up for myself at all. I just tolerate whatever, you know, and that that shows a person that has, first of all, of course, given their personal power away, but there's something wrong in your self-concept and your self-compassion, and there's some work that needs to be done to fix that flaw Uh, within yourself. Uh, Why is this? We have trained our minds to value the insignificant over the important. I could do a whole show on that. We have trained our minds to value the insignificant over the important. We put a whole lot more emphasis, and you can tell me, no, I don't, Jamel, but yes, you do, and I'm going to tell you why you put more value on the insignificant than the important. Anything that we keep thinking about, considering, worrying about, ruminating over in our minds that's not important, we have raised that to a higher level of importance. So there are a lot of people that will try to argue with me and say, no, I don't. But why are you spending so much time thinking about things that are not important? See, when I talk about, you know, I can talk about the mind every show if I could because the mind has been the key to transformation and breakthrough for me. Um, and I've become so skilled at it that when a thought tries to come now, it's like, why are you even entertaining that? That's not even important. It doesn't demand any energy or focus from you, and I move on from it. But so many people spend so much time thinking about things that have no relevance or importance to their lives. Most of the stuff will never even happen, but you have spent months and years and decades ruminating in ridiculous things that never become a reality in your life. And so we got to stop placing a greater emphasis on the insignificant over the important. We have taught our hearts to prize the meaningless over the things that matter. We give so much energy and so much focus to things in our lives that do not matter. And certainly we have trained our mindset um, to believe that we that we are discounted and that we are not worth defending. So we've trained our minds to believe that our value has been discounted and we're not worth defending, but yet we'll go to bed and defend all of these insignificant things in our lives. It lets us know something is fundamentally broken and that you need to make your freedom a priority in your life. Let's get into the final point that I want to share with you today. The first one um, to defend anything, you must know the cost of battle. You should never enter into any conflict without taking the time to count up the cost. The objective of war is not just breakthrough but bounty. 
I am not wasting time, energy, and focus in my life going after a fight that has no victory attached to the end of it. How much time do people spend fighting, debating, uh, warring over things that have absolutely no value or significance to your life? If this is not resulting in my victory, if this is not going to help me move forward, if this is not going to help me elevate, if this is not going to help me expand, if this is not going to help me to increase in my life, if this is not going to help develop me and make me better, it's not worth my attention at all. And we got to get that because I talk to people all the time and they are just gung-ho about fighting for something. And I say, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make, it has no value. So why are you wasting energy on that? You don't have anything. I think that we waste a lot of energy trying to prove things that we don't even have to prove. I always tell people, when you live authentically, you just be. You don't have to prove who you are, prove what you have, prove what you know. Just be who you are. But when you don't know who you are, you go overboard in trying to prove how valuable and important you are to other people. And at the end of the day, most of those people are not impressed with you anyway, but you're trying to impress yourself because there is an inadequacy within you that you have not taken the time to deal with. So make sure that you're fighting for things that are really important. Um, when you understand um, how expensive warfare is, you will conserve your energy for the real battles. That's why I don't have the time or the energy to focus on things that are not important. And any battle that you cannot justify the cost of should never be engaged in. Whew, that statement alone, we could end the show. Any battle that you cannot justify the cost of should never be engaged. So if I can't justify going to war for something, it's not worth it. There are a lot of things people say, Janelle, if I was you, I would do da 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 but you're not me. So they don't understand why would you walk away from that and why would you, you know, do A, B, C, D because it's not important. It's not worth I don't have anything to prove, anything to gain from that. So I wash my hands from that situation and I walk away. But because you are so broken and ego-driven, you got to keep coming back and trying to prove yourself. And then when the real battle shows up in your life, you don't have any energy because you've given everything to something that had no meaning in your life. I can't say there. To enter battle blindly without assessing the cost is to engineer your own defeat. You cannot afford to go into battle blindly. And I feel like so many people go into battle not knowing what they're up against, not knowing the factors, not knowing the intricacies. You need to know what you're up against or you're going to engineer your own failure. The cost of battle ultimately uh, requires us to also understand the cause of battle. Conflicts without a cause create devastation. You need to know the why. You need to know the cause. Is this a worthy cause? Is this worth the time? Is this worth the energy? Is this worth the effort? Because if it's not, this is not something that you even need to begin to engage in in the first place. Number two, to defend anything, you must know your weapon. It's one thing to know the cost of battle. It's another thing to understand the weapons of your warfare. You do not engage a battle without weapons. Let me say it again. You don't engage a battle without weapons. Now, when we talk about freedom, in the natural, there's militaries that have to defend the freedom and the liberation of a territory. But I'm talking about the freedom of your own soul. And are you willing to go to war for the freedom of your soul? You can't win the war for your soul with a gun. You can't win the war for your soul with a knife. You can't win the war for your soul with a missile. But you can win the war for your soul by understanding the weapons of your warfare. And whether it is the power of declaration and prophetic words, whether it's the power of harnessing your mind, whether it's the power of um, aligning with the right relationships, 
whether it is changing your internal narrative, healing your emotional wounds, hemorrhaging old wounds, whatever weapons you need to deploy in the freedom and liberation of your soul, you need to master those weapons. And see, while people are wasting time fighting useless battles, they should be developing the weaponry that they need to win the ultimate war. And the ultimate war is the war for your soul. Because if your soul is bound, there will be no freedom in any arena of your life. It's why I'm not impressed with success. I'm not impressed with uh, influence. I'm not impressed with celebrity because success is not your car. Success is not your net worth. Success is not your house. Success is not your possession. Success is winning the war in my soul. And if I have $10 million but no peace, I'm not successful. If I have a a beautiful mansion but broken and dysfunctional relationships, I'm not successful. If I have the biggest platforms and great influence in the world but I'm lonely, miserable, and broken, I'm not successful. So many of the things that we exalt and call success are not true success. And true success for Jamel Sanders, I can't define as anybody else, is the freedom in my soul. If I can wake up on a daily basis with a liberated soul, with peace, with joy, with contentment, with real fulfillment in my life, I'm being successful. Regardless of all the other things, and God has been great, and I've had some great uh, achievements and things that have happened in my life, but none of those things are true success. True success for me is that freedom and walking in the wholeness that I know um, has been destined for my life. It's difficult to win a battle without knowing your weapons. In fact, I will go on to say that if you don't truly know your weapons, it's impossible for you to win in any arena of your life. Um, Willing your weapons in warfare will require skill and patience. In other words, knowing your weapons requires preparation. Um, Your chances of success increase uh, the more you understand your weaponry. Um, as you master wielding your weapons, you set victory in motion for your life. I think it's important that a weapon in the hand of the unskilled produces dishonor and shame. So if you go to fight without really understanding the weapons of your warfare, you're not going to really be successful, and you're going to bring shame to yourself, shame and dishonor. And so take the time to know your weapon. That's why I continue to do this podcast. You know, I really thought I would do this podcast for six months to a year and be done with it, but here we are more than a decade later still doing it because what one of the things that people always say about this platform is, you know, nobody's talking about the stuff you're talking about. Like We can listen to other people and get some great quotes and motivational things, but the deep work that you do in a podcast episode, nobody does that. And so that's why I do it because some people will never work with me Uh, Some people never get the opportunity to spend any time with me in real time, but they can spend this time with me through a 60-minute podcast, and they can learn, and they can be better as a result of it. Um, A weapon in the hands of the skills produces champions. I want you to become skilled in your warfare. I know I'm skilled in warfare because I know what to fight for and I know what to ignore. A lot of people haven't figured out what's worth fighting for and what's worth ignoring. But when you get clear on that, it will change the trajectory of your life forever. The final point I want to go into in the time left today, to defend anything, you must know your enemy. One of the major causes of defeat in battle is not knowing your enemy. Um, I believe that one of the things that causes failure for so many people is underestimating the strength and skill of your adversary. Now, we know in a natural battle, you need to know the skill, you need to know the strength of your adversary. Excuse me, but when it comes to winning the battle for your soul, you need to know the skill and strength of your adversary. What enemies are you contending with in your life? What barriers are standing between you and the breakthrough and the wholeness that you want to see in your life, and how aggressively are you willing to defend your freedom at whatever cost? 
Um, if you engage a battle without knowledge of your enemy, you fight blindly. And when you fight blindly, you fight to lose. Write that down. When you fight blindly, you fight to lose. That's why it's so important that you are armed with the right knowledge and information. I tell people all the time, you can get inspiration and motivation uh, from anywhere, but when it comes to having the wisdom that you need to win in your life, you don't get that everywhere. And if you find it, covet that wisdom, store it up, and don't allow anything to steal it from you. Um, when you fight with insight, you fight to win. And so, you know, I'm a person that wisdom is very important to me, not just collecting some data and information, not just going off of what this person said and that person said, but taking the time to really excavate a matter and to get deep into it so that you can extrapolate the principles and concepts that you need uh, to be successful in your life. Um, this is what I've also learned, that you will never defeat an enemy that you have not taken the time to study. Uh, just like in business, I'm an entrepreneur, some of you are entrepreneurs, um, you're going to study your competition, not to mimic what they're doing, but ultimately you want to master your industry and your sphere of influence. And so in order to do that, you have to study what the competitors are doing. Well, just like you study up on your competitor, you study up on the things that are fighting against your freedom and your wholeness in life, and you do whatever it takes for you to walk in the liberty that is yours. Uh, your knowledge of your enemy gives you an advantage over your enemy. So the less you know about your enemy, the less you know about the standing in the way of your freedom and success, the less uh, likely you are to be successful in the battles that you're fighting. And the final component that I want to share with you today is to defend freedom, you must play to your strengths and compensate for your weaknesses. As I said before, many times in my life, um, I have been my own worst enemy. I have tried uh, to fight alone. I have failed to ask for help. I have fought blindly. I have fought unprepared. Um, I could go on and on about some of the things that I've done wrong. However, when I really saw the value of freedom, that is when I discovered my own strength. Uh, what I have discovered also is that strength and protected becomes weakness. So we flaunt our strengths a lot, and there's nothing wrong with being strong in an area, but if you don't guard the strengths of your life and you start sharing too much with people who don't mean you any good, uh, that strength unprotected becomes a weakness. And weakness, um, a weakness that is ignored results in exploration. So if you keep ignoring a weakness in your life, it's only a matter of time before it leads to your exploration and your demise. So you can't get too caught up in your strengths, and you can't ignore the weaknesses in your life. You have to work on those areas. Some things have to, have to crumble in my life because um, I would have never discovered uh, true power and true and freedom unless those things collapse. What I've discovered is that you don't discover strength at the top. You discover your strength at the bottom. And so a lot of times we, some people will never understand their strength because any time pressure or adversity comes in their life, they run. And what they don't understand is that what I've learned is that my greatest strength and power has come in those bottom moments, those valley moments in life where everything is just in turmoil, where everything seems like a contradiction to what I know my life should look like, when everything seems to be opposing me, those are the moments where I have really discovered my greatest strength. I always say that strength is power under control, power under control. There are people that are powerful, but if you cannot control your power, it becomes a weakness. So strength is power under control, and weakness is something that must be mastered and cannot be ignored in your life. Um, what I want you to understand is that your greatest 
adversity uh, can unleash the greatest change and breakthrough in your life. Um, I believe that basically as you begin to understand the power um, of your own strength and the power that you have to overcome the adversities and the challenges in your life, you're going to find yourself living a life of success and prosperity. I believe that my development and my discernment of certain things in my life has birthed defining moments for me. And I believe that it would be the same for you if you will apply the lessons and the principles to your own journey. I believe that we are living in a very unprecedented time in the world. And I feel like now more than ever before, you must begin to understand what freedom is, value it, prize it, and realize that anything that is precious to you, you are willing to protect and make a priority in your life. So I want you to do something for me. We covered a lot today, but I want you to really spend some time writing about uh, freedom in your life. Is freedom something that you have prioritized and put a premium on? Is it something that you've ignored? Is there something you heard today that sparked in you and you realize that you need to make an adjustment to your life? Whatever those things are, I want you to spend some time writing and reflecting about it because freedom should be at the top of all of our minds. It is a basic human right, but it has to become a personal right and a personal responsibility in order for you to experience life at its best. So many people are frustrated with their lives, but they don't realize that they're frustrated because they're not free. Freedom is not about you living outside of a jail cell, but freedom is about you living inside um, and living true to who you are and your values and your principles in the process. It's having the ability to live life on your own terms, undefined by the expectations, opinions, of other people. Freedom is really the ability to live your life without limitation. And so I want to challenge you to embrace freedom in every dimension of your life. You owe it to yourself to get out of your own way because one of the things that holds people back from freedom as well, we've got to get out of our own way and we've got to realize that freedom is always worth fighting for. But I can tell you from years of work is this, there is nothing like choosing freedom and being free. There are a lot of things that distract us from doing the work to get to real freedom in life, but I guarantee you'll never regret doing the work to get to a life of freedom. Within your freedom at all costs, don't allow anything or anybody to infringe upon this right that belongs to you as a human being. I hope that you have gotten some value out of this episode. I feel like I have shared a whole lot uh, with you today, but I hope that it has helped you. Um, I hope that in my honesty and transparency that you can walk away with some principles that you can apply to your life that can help you on your journey to success and becoming all you were created to be. I want to thank you again for giving me the opportunity to do life with you and to serve you. Um, I enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you have benefited in the process. Uh, it was a very heavy series. Uh, I don't know if I've quite gone this deep in a series on the podcast ever, but I need to. I, I want to see people walk in freedom and wholeness in every arena of their lives. And it doesn't just have to be a concept. It can be a way of life for you. So thank you again for the opportunity. I hope that you'll reach out on social media or reach out to our website and contact us. Always love from you. I am active on social media. Um, let us know how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. We, we enjoy uh, hearing your personal stories and testimonials of how you're being impacted by this work all around the world. So I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for tuning in, for supporting, for listening, for sharing this with other people, for letting other people know about what you're getting out of this podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to do life with you, and I look forward to seeing where we're going next. We'll end it this series, 
and I'm excited to see what we're going to do next and what topics we're going to explore in the days to come. So, you know, seeing all of that, thank you so much for uh, this time. Thank you for listening to all of the series. If you haven't listened, go back from the beginning. It has a lot of wisdom and insights that I believe will help you in the days to come. Uh, until then, I hope that all of you will stay blessed, stay encouraged, stay intentional, and commit to doing the work that will really change your life. I'll see you again real soon, and until then, stay blessed. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.